You're listening to the Preacher's Hour podcast. A podcast that dives into culture and society from a young preacher's perspective. I'm Jeffrey Copeland. I teach middle school history. I'm married to my wife, Selena, and I'm a student of the Bible. And I'm Brandon Jackson. I'm married to my wife, Jess. We have three beautiful daughters, and I love to share the gospel with teenagers and help disciple them in their walk. We sit down each week and have conversations about what we've learned, what we're learning, and what we think about current events happening around us. Enjoy. Hey guys, we're back. Brandon what's up? What's up? What's up? What's we up? We're back in this thing. We are. Episode 70. 70. Let's go. 70 of these things. Here we man. are. Yo, I never thought we'd be here. Fam. How many subscribers we got on YouTube, Brandon? Yo, I was thinking the other day, like, I'm just counting them up. Just like one, <laughs> two, three. 100. 100. 100 of y'all man. have tapped the red button. Thank you. And man. I am, I am grateful. It's funny because like we've talked about it a couple times and I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, how do we even say on the podcast? And will I have the same energy that I had then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got no, the same yeah, same energy. Same energy, man. It's really the when I stop and think about it, <sighs> I was laying next to my wife uh, on the couch and I just saw it and I was like, babe, look. <laughs> she was just like, wow, babe. And I was just like, I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, we made something that did not exist. Yes. And now it exists. And people are and like a hundred people uh it's so crazy because i think about i think about this often is uh you know everybody has to get here mm-hmm. like i don't care if you have a million subscribers you, you don't start, start with it. yeah like we are among some great folks right now yeah man you know what i'm saying people out here who started off and uh really with this thing not even being a us not thinking about mm-hmm. making it a, a real yeah thing it was just Two brothers having conversations after some after youth group after youth group. basically, <laughs> and then we get to a point where we're like, all right, cool, like we gotta let's start like having this conversation, recording it. Really, mm-hmm. it was like recording it for us, and then like for people, you know, we could let let into yeah. our conversation, and then Uncle Rob pushed us to like do oh, the actual dude. podcast. It's just like the fact that people like actually checked it out, like legit checked it yeah. out, and have rocked with us this long, Bruh. like. From like episode seven, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> people interested, like talking to us, you know, it's crazy. It's because I think I think like we get here, and it's like if we keep going with this, say if even if it took the same amount of time, but like mm-hmm. next year we'd have two hundred. Year after we have three hundred, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, and but now thinking like that's not how things work, right? So it's like, yo, this time next year, if we hit a thousand. Don't even. Bruh, I'm telling you. That's crazy. I'm taking my wife to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys not subscribed. You're holding Jessica back. <laughs> from done. greatness, man. Yeah. Let her get greatness. Oh, let her be great. Uh, but no, I, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you all. Yeah, uh, every one of our subscribers, man. Thank y'all for just being uh, being there with us, rocking with us. Just hitting that button. I know I subscribe to some channels. But I don't subscribe to every channel. Right. So I know sometimes it could be like a big deal um, to be like, do I really want to see this pop up mm-hmm. all the time? And uh, you said yes. And I am grateful. We are grateful we for are that. We are grateful. So man. thank y'all. We appreciate it. We get to tell our wives, like, see? See? It's not just nothing. Man, <laughs> we doing stuff. There We're making a, a difference. Yeah, man. It We're is. making a difference. There is some fruit that's bearing. 
So, uh, yeah, man. Thank you, guys. So, um, yeah, we got a uh, topic that Brandon came up with. This yeah, is Brandon's yeah. topic. I be putting in work, man. He be doing you know, his I thing, man. Carry this podcast sometimes. <laughs> oh no, uh, I literally don't do half the work Jeff puts in all. And I don't do uh, half the work just I do. So, you, know. you know what's funny? There we go. Look at us being the Trinity. <laughs> no, you're great. No, you're great. No, you're, you're great. great. Oh, you're fantastic. Uh, we all lift each other up. But uh, no, this this topic was was dear to me, man, because. Um, I had gotten to a point in my own life where I said, you know, I want everything I do to like glorify God. And I really just want to, I want to be able to do something that I love doing and it being a benefit to not just myself, but to other people as well. Mm. And, um, that's when I came up with like, oh, it's gotta be cool. And now that we do every other week with episodes, we Mm -hmm. have time to conversate. Yeah. And, uh, this was supposed to be our conversation two weeks ago. That's right. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the lifeboat came in, and yeah. we felt like that was the direction the Lord was moving us into. So today, uh, I want to talk about purpose. Yeah, man. I want to talk about purpose and like what we're here for, uh, why we're here, uh, what's the meaning of all this, and um, just kind of get into some scripture later on about like what that entails. So yeah. uh, let me just start off with this. Like for for me, like purpose, um, purpose started with like having to like have meaning in life mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? like I, there has to be some type of reason why i exist and i know it's not to work a nine to five or not mm-hmm. to just to work a nine to five mm-hmm. like i was I, uh who was that i think it was aha uh in his first album uh and for his second album free brownish mm-hmm. and he says like i can't <laughs> he said like, i i can't get with working a job that i hate uh, a nine to five that I hate just so I could turn up on the weekends. He's like, there's got to be more to life yeah. than that. Like, there's got to be more to to life than just doing my little my little work and then going home so I could use that money to spend it in the club. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a long time, I lived that way, and it was miserable. Mm. Like, if I'm honest, it was not what I thought life was about. Uh, when you're like 18, 19 years old, you're just like, oh, I'm grown. I want to get out here and be a grown up. Which I always thought was weird, like why being grown always like equal doing bad stuff. <laughs> wow. like, like I'm grown, I'm trying to get drunk. I'm grown, I'm gonna do like being grown has nothing to do with doing dumb stuff. Not at all. Like you could do that in your forties and people will look at you like you're not grown. Wow. Man. <laughs> Talk about this, being immature. Man, that's look at crazy. this kid in the club throwing twenties, like knowing that she'll rent money. <laughs> And just spent all your stimulus in one day. <laughs> the stimmy uh, is gone. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my my take on purpose, man. That's why uh, that's where it came from. Mm. Just like wanting to educate other people on why they're here and like what the meaning of life is, really. Yeah, we have a need for meaning. Mm-hmm. I think every single human, most humans would would agree with that. Um, and I just like. If you don't believe in God, then you agree or you believe that there is no meaning, like life has no meaning. Mm-hmm. And the question I heard um, when I was on my apologetics uh, phase was just, which is a great question. It's if there is no meaning, why am I aware that there's no meaning? Whoa. Like, why do, why do I even have a concept of meaning if there is no, no meaning? meaning? 
Like, why is that even a, an idea? Whoa. Right? Like, dude, I shouldn't know. Like, if there was no reason for this, yeah. no, I, know, I would have no conscience like, of it. Not, why, why did we invent this thing called meaning that we can never there is none like and then oh that's crazy i mean you have to you have to ask yourself the question well look man can make their own meaning it doesn't answer the question number one but like that's what you're going with like that's your solution to like you feel you know that you that life needs to have a meaning there has to be a reason for existing mm-hmm. and your solution is to like well i'm just gonna make, make it, it up. up even though in my i believe there is no, no meaning. meaning to life i'm gonna pretend there is yeah because we're you, the ones because <laughs> you would still feel like a fraud you still feel fake you yeah. still feel like everything you did was for nothing right um and honestly without god it is like i, I hate to be so like cut and dry but yeah um without god no matter what you do no matter like what you're good at, um, it. I mean, you. I guess you can find your own meaning in there. Like you can find meaning in like being a good dad. You can find meaning in being um, a supportive husband. You can find me, but you can also find meaning in like being a bad husband. I mean, like, you can find being <laughs> selfish, being like, selfish. Yeah, because having all these I, ambitions for yourself. If you're okay, again, you're just purely. We're just here on accident. We're just existing. We're just organisms. Okay, so then why don't you just be like a mountain lion mountain lion doesn't sit in his cave like and what am i doing what am I gonna do with my life no it's just like i'm hungry i'm gonna go eat yeah i'm thirsty yeah. i'm gonna get some water like why do we have reason like why do we have that? what evolutionary you know advantage does it play for us to invent this thing called meaning wow like it doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense because if you right because you producing your own meaning. Why did you make it up? Why did what you make it up meaning? in the first place? And if you think, like, taking that analogy of the mountain lion, it's like, I would rather just go out, go through life with, uh, like, I don't know, like, uh, instinct. Yeah. Just rather than having, like, surviving. Because, yeah. like, we survive, we exist, we have instincts, mm-hmm. but, like, they don't, our instincts don't drive us. They don't move us to do anything. Like, no. I mean, I guess an instinct is like when you get hungry, you want to eat. Yeah. But then you have choice of yeah. what you want you to eat. You think about, okay, well, what about my child? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what about this homeless guy? Yeah. Or, like, there's just, it's, we're so complex to, to think that, again, we're just making it all up. Mm-hmm. I just think that's difficult at best. So let's say there is a God. Right? Let's, let's just, just go. Let's, let's just, just humor us. Let's entertain the <laughs> idea. Okay. So, same question. So, why do we have a need for meaning? Because we were created with a purpose. So, mm-hmm. our life, all life does have yeah, meaning. Purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is intrinsic. It's not extrinsic. Meaning, it's not placed on something from the outside like it humanity doesn't decide oh. okay you have your life has meaning because if that's the case then we're in trouble right. then we can say yeah actually you don't like this man boom you know what i'm saying but if you're created with it if it's intrinsic if it's in you yeah okay that's something totally different you had to be created with that now mm-hmm. that's why if like i hear atheists or somebody like you're advocating for you know 
the sanctity of life or like you know we got to people protect life why right if you don't believe what's your well you know it's bad says who like why do you where do you get that from yeah they don't realize like how much they're borrowing from a christian worldview but like what sets the limit yeah like where are you getting your stand who draws the line right where do these things come from because the truth is uh, if you have if you have no standard, if there's no mm-hmm. reason, then like my truth is my truth, your yeah. truth is your truth. But if my truth says that your truth is a lie or yeah. sucks, or I then that means I can get truth. I can just kill you. And that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If my truth tells me to kill you, then for I, yours. Mm, well, hey, then that's what it is. That's what it is. So anyway, Ooh, crucial. That's not almost a whole other topic. But, <laughs> but purpose, right? So we were created with purpose. Now. Um, this is a really tricky topic, specifically, I would say in the West, and we're going to say stick in our context, mm-hmm. we're American. Yeah. Um, so well, I'm a Christian, you're American. Yes, we live in America. <laughs> so, like, I feel like our biggest hurdle right now in America is that people believe that what they do determines who they are. Ooh. When you ask somebody, hey, man... Like, tell me about yourself. Like, yeah, they start with, well, I am a mm-hmm. fill in the blank. I'm a teacher. Yeah. I'm a construction worker. I'm a businessman. I'm a whatever. Yeah. Like, what we do is who, who we, we are, are in our minds. And that sucks. Man, what's the problem with that? Like, how? The, can, why is that a bad the, thing? The danger in that, bro, is the fact that if you lose that, if that gets taken away, I mean, when that thing, ends. when that thing ends, like you, you have no reason for, and it, it's crazy because I think about, you know, suicide and like people like just giving up or people having like midlife crises and like, mm. or people just like deciding to leave their, you know, whole family mm-hmm. to go with their Mistress side, or... side person. Mm. And I'm like, what the heck makes you do that? And I think it's because you lose what you or two things. One, you lose what you you lose what you had. You lose you know your job. You lose mm-hmm. your your identity, and now you're trying to find it again. Which is it terrible? Mm-hmm. It's a really terrible and it's a really tragic situation. Yeah. But then secondly, like you um, you lose like um, not that you lose. You forget like why things are important. You lose like your standard of living. You lose mm-hmm. like uh, your ability to 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 see people your loved ones like as those that you like care for mm. and you become you become like so self-centered that like everything's about you wow. and you say like i'm not happy well okay if you're not happy in the relationship or you're not happy in your marriage and you have children you saying i'm not happy and then you think you leaving is going to make everybody else like you don't care about everybody else you, at that point cause i'm just like the way that i make meaning and I find purpose is by doing what I want to do. What satisfies what me. What satisfies me. And that is so terrible. I mean, and we do it in everything. We do it in, in our jobs. Like, mm-hmm. you want to be the, the, the company's best person. So you step on other people mm-hmm. to get to the top. You want to be the best at this. So you forsake those who you love mm-hmm. in order to obtain mm-hmm. your dream you and your goal. You don't spend time with your family. You're always at the office. You're always yeah. going on trips and whatever. Because you're like, I got to go get it. I got to grind. I got to whatever, whatever, whatever. But once that thing runs out, bro, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. the one thing that we've, even when we talked about this when we were planning this uh, episode, was like, what happens when you put your all into it, and then you obtain it? That's what I was going to say. The biggest 
concern is not what if I fail. It's what if I succeed? succeed. What if I do, I go super hard, I work super hard, and I get this thing that I've been trying to get. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You get to the top of the mountain and you realize there's nothing there. I don't even... <laughs> I mean, uh, just listening to so many people like that, as I was like just Googling stuff, mm-hmm. and like, man, all the people that have made it, and um, I think that's something that we had talked about, like no one ever dies and says to themselves, man, I wish I'd have made more money. Made more money or worked more. I wish I'd have worked Spent harder. more hours at the office. Like It's like... Where's my family? I wish I would have spent more time. I wish I'd had conversations with. Yeah, I wish I'd known my kids more. I wish yeah. I'd known. I wish I'd made more friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, I look at, I look at, people who, you know, celebrities and people with all kinds of money. Like just even like Jeff Be- Bezos and all like all mm. these people, and I'm like, man, you get to the top, but if you get there and you don't have nobody around you, I mean, I think the worst thing to to do, is to die alone. Like that, I mean, to die without Jesus, that sucks. Yeah, that's um, the worst thing. The second thing to do mm-hmm. is to die alone. Yeah. Even if you are, like, if it, even if you and Jesus are super close. But, like, you look at, like, the disciples, and they always have people with them. Yeah. And, like, even when they went through the fire, even when they yeah. went, went, went through the hardship, mm-hmm. the thing that, like, sustained them wasn't their money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what they did. It was it each was, other. It was each other. Mm-hmm. It was the community that they had created. Um, I was talking to my uh, youth group. Um, last night and or it was Saturday night um, that was last night <laughs> but uh, we were talking and I was like yo in Hebrews chapter 4 um, verse 1 it says like let us hold fast to the confession of our faith or the f- confession of our hope and without wavering and I and I keep I saw that let us and I was like this whole us thing man like it it it's it serenades through the whole Bible but it just took me back to Genesis when Jesus, when God said to himself, right. let us make man in our own image. And I started to realize that our purpose is is never just for the individual. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like what you're called to, what, what God calls you, it's never just for you. No. I don't care what you do. If, you, if you're just an extremely good uh, cleaner, you just, you're a janitorial, like building steward, whatever you want to call it. If you're just really, really good at that, you know how to organize, that's not just for you. No. That's you definitely clean for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with other people. In mind. You understand, like, okay, cool. Like, if I was walking into this, if I was someone else walking into here, how would I want it to smell? Yeah, how would I want yeah. it to look? How, you know what I'm saying? So you take pride in that because you're doing it with other people. And the sad thing about America is we we are teaching, like, this selfish ambition thing where it's like, no, you just gotta make it. Mm-hmm. Go get it. You just gotta go, go get, get it. Go like get it. grind until like I don't care who you gotta step on, who you gotta snake, who you gotta betray. Just get to the top, and that's a lie, because at the top ain't nobody there Man. but you, and it's a long way down. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. And I, I feel I feel bad. I was even talking to my so friends crazy. the other the other week, and um, uh, just hearing them talk about all the stuff that they do. You know, like the first thing you say, hey, man, how you been? And like it becomes like this game of like I've obtained, you know, X, Mm -hmm. Y and Z. Oh, I just got promoted to this. Oh, I'm making this much money. And like I remember having those conversations. I thought this is not what I thought you were going to say. You know what I'm saying? Like you think, oh, you know, man, my kids, man, Mm -hmm. they 
Oh man, my wife is good. Mm -hmm. But it's literally like, you know, how you been? I've been grinding. I've been on it. Oh, how's your wife? Oh, you know, she just wife over there. She, you know, like what? (laughs) Bro, like you cannot be doing all this work. You can't be putting in all this time uh, just for you. And you have a whole family. So you got to just kind of be careful when you think about like purpose and where you're going with, especially in our culture, because it's not designed for us to do uh, alone. Our purpose is not for us alone. It's literally for the benefit of the community that we are around. Yeah, um, it's so crazy. This morning I was helping John Drodos at a flip side with the middle school kids. Oh, okay. And uh, he was playing this KB playlist on YouTube while the kids were playing a game. And uh, this song, uh, Crowns and Thorns, from uh, Tomorrow We Live album, came on. And this part that I, I love, and it just says, how does a man stay on top, become the servant of all? We're here to serve and evolve. The competition evolve because who's knocking you off? There's nowhere left to fall. Mm. Like if I, if, how do I, I stay on top? I just go, go to, to the, the bottom. bottom. Like how am I where going to fall? I'm already down here. Like <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no. I'm not trying to, to compete hit. with anybody. I'm serving everybody. Yeah. Like when Jesus says, "The first will be last, last will be first. first." Like humble yourself. Yeah, man. And he will wash people. He will exalt yeah, you. Man. And wow. So, yeah, but. That's so good. But yeah, man, this idea of like what you just said with your with your friends and, and, and that mindset of like, yo, how are you? Tell me about yourself. And it's like, what I do mm-hmm. is who I am. And it's like, I used to be like, I preached that sermon, sermon in AV when I was preaching about freedom and how like, you know, I'm a basketball player. Okay, now I'm a basketball coach. Okay, now mm-hmm. I'm a teacher. And like all these things I was doing. I was doing them and they were my identity, but they were like not sustainable. They weren't Mm -hmm. satisfying, you know? And so I realized like, no, like I am a follower of Jesus that teaches and coaches. Facts. Like these are actions. They're Mm -hmm. not who I am. No. Right. They're not my, they're not foundational. Yeah. Like it's like building the house on on sand instead of on solid rock. Oh my gosh. Because the, the fragile thing of, you know, placing your, your life and those things is like when they're gone, you don't know who you are. But like when you place your identity in God, you're like interchangeable. Mm. You're like, you're like God could say, cool. Like, you know, you've done X, Y, and Z for, you know, years and years. And now I am, want you to do now that. I want you to do this. And <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I still struggle with this. Like mm. being, being able to be a photographer and a videographer that I don't want that to become my identity. And I know I don't want that to become my identity. But the issue that I'm having right now is this thing is making, like, this is like the thing that can get me and my family uh, to a better financial place. Mm-hmm. Just, we could, there's so much potential in it. Yeah. Um, and if God calls me to do something else, am I willing to let it, to go. Let it go? Man. Uh, that actually, is a question. Jess, Jess told me something the other day, bro. I was like, oh my God, you talk to God. Uh, she just went in. I can't remember what we were talking about, but she said, uh, she said to the, to the, to the teenagers, uh, where is your identity found? She asked them point blank, where's your identity found? And they all were like, oh man, it's found in Christ, found in Christ, found in Christ. She's like, really? She's like, they're like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, so I want you guys to do this. Could you, uh, spend three hours tomorrow praying and then, uh, then spend two hours no, she's like, can you spend one hour praying 
and then spend another hour reading your word and then could you get on the phone with me and let's talk for an hour about what you talked about and they all made excuses why they couldn't do it and then she was like all right everybody pull out your phones let me see your screen time mm -hmm. i was flabbergasted <laughs> those kids would be on youtube for six hours i'm, I'm probably say 13. Okay. those kids would be on instagram <laughs> for like four hours mm -hmm. and but the as soon as we say can you do something for God, who you claim mm -hmm. your, your identity, identity. Mm -hmm. is set in. Ooh. It's like your identity. And then she was like, can we just stop lying? Can we just stop? Can we just tell the truth? You don't have an, your identity is not rooted in Jesus. And that's not a it's not it's it's, a, it's bad right now, but it's not where it needs to stay. Mm -hmm. You could you can start now by surrendering everything over to him and then he will give you the desires of your heart. You won't desire Instagram as much. When yeah. you put Jesus first, you won't desire YouTube or all this. I mean, and if you do, it's going to yeah, be. And stuff all you do on there is going to be totally different. Yeah. yeah you might still be, use those, but you're mm -hmm. going to use them for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So, like, I thought that was, like, the coolest thing. But I thought it was one thing that I, I believe that we need to do um, as the church to just be honest with people. Like, mm -hmm. is your identity in Jesus? I wish it was. Man. Is your identity set in Christ? I wish it was. Your foundation, Jesus. I wish it was. Because if you took this away from me right now, I would. If you took my what I believe is my purpose right now, mm -hmm. if you took it away from me, I think that I would lose it. If you Man. took this away, I think that I would. I don't know if I'd be able to continue. Dude, that's something that you have to consider. Is God might do that? God might do it. Like, there's a very good chance He's like, you know what? You think this is your thing? I'm taking it. <laughs> To show you that, like, I should be your thing. Oh, come on. I like, should be your thing. And it's like, are you ready for that? Um, could, could you answer this question? Like, how, uh, if you can, how, mm -hmm. how would we be able to to get ready? Like, how, like what are something, something practical we could do? Okay. So, this is something we're definitely going to have to, we have five minutes till the break. So, okay. we're going to go after, into the, after we come back from break, we'll continue this maybe. I don't know how long I'm going to take, but. So the first thing that we have to address, if we are going to find our purpose, if we're going to find meaning in the world and we believe that God exists, if we can agree to that again, mm -hmm. if you can't, if you don't believe in God, we have to have a totally different conversation. Mm -hmm. But for people who are willing to like, OK, let's assume that God is real that he's the creator of the universe and that he has revealed himself to humanity through the Hebrew and Christian Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, not any other religion. We're going to go with the Bible is true. Okay, so that creator, that God made me, <clears throat> which means he has a say over my life. Right. right. He's okay. given me free will. That's something that we can talk about another time, but he has given us the ability to choose. choose yeah. And I told this, we, uh, patient did a series on choices with the high school kids. Ooh. And um, we talked about making choice, making decisions, all that stuff. And I said, so there's one choice that you make. And once you make it, you forfeit all your rights to make any more choices moving mm -hmm. forward. And that's to follow Jesus. Bro. Once you decide to follow him, you yeah. are forfeiting your right to make choices. Jesus. Are you ready? Are you, are you cool with that? Can you sign up for that? Bro, I don't think nobody's ready. <laughs> I mean... That's the reality. We yeah, don't teach that. We don't teach that. We don't talk about that. No, no, you do. You live your life. You just do it for God now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
That's he said, lose your life for my sake. And you Deny fall. yourself. Gosh. Okay. So once I've decided that I'm going to follow him, that means I'm forfeiting my rights to make decisions, to make choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. From now on, I have a boss. I have somebody that I have to consult. Mm-hmm. Hey, God, what should I do? Patient literally was like, look, God, what should I wear today? Wow. I mean, you might think that's silly, silly. But is it? If he's the Lord of everything, he literally owns every molecule in the universe. He is sovereign over every mm-hmm. single atom in the universe. Jeez. He can tell me what I, what I should wear today. I mean, that, that's... And, and him being, like him knowing all things. Mm-hmm. So he can like, yeah, wear this. For a specific mm-hmm. reason. You have no idea. You don't know what it, it is. might be but like, oh, I'm glad I got these pants. Because this was in this pocket that I left in here. And now <laughs> I you never know. But um, so when it comes to purpose, and something we're going to get into when we come back from the break. Mm-hmm. But like the first thing you can do to figure out your purpose is go to the one that made you. That's good. Right? That's good. And then you have to submit. Ooh, not that S word. You have to submit. Jeff using the S word. And that was that I video guess? I sent you, uh, that my brother's girlfriend, that Grace, oh, shout out to yeah. Grace, that Grace sent me, that I sent to you, bro. That was we want relationship without submission. You can't invite God, or you can't in, you ask can't, God to come into His, his space, space and, and then not submit, and then dictate mm-hmm. how He, how you do. You don't get a choice. You're in His space. I, we probably we might need to play that clip. We might need that to. That good. thing was crazy. That mug was so good. But yeah, like if I want a relationship with him, which is the main thing I should want, mm-hmm. that means I because of his position and my position, just by the nature of the fact that he is the king of the universe and I am not, <laughs> there is an automatic okay. You have to. This is yeah. a this is a non negotiable. It can't be. If like, you well, want to be here, yeah. If you want to be, you don't have you don't to. Have to. This be is here. your choice. You can choose to do your own thing. God's going to respect your choice. But if you're going to follow him, this is not something you can negotiate. It is just reality. God, I have to submit everything to you. Everything. My desires, my dreams, my hopes, my goals. Like, everything that I want to do. The plans that I had for my life, God. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. No. Not anymore. No. I was watching. um, (laughs) I wasn't watching this. My my boy Nami. uh, We were having a. We did a lot, this little uh, Facebook Live thing yesterday with the youth, and my boy Namu was on there, and he was watching the Michael Todd sermon, and he said, if you want to be in relationship with God, real relationship with God, and you say yes to him, the first thing you need to do to like find purpose is rip up your list. Rip up whatever list you had that you were going to use to like dictate your life, whatever all the plans, whatever plans you had, plan. whatever, yeah. all he said, the whole list needs to get gone because you don't know what God has for mm-hmm. you. And if you keep anything on that list, then you are still putting that list before God. If you're like, God, well, I really want to do God's like, yeah, I really don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I designed you for this. I designed you for a purpose for a reason. I mean, I even thought about Paul. I know we got to go on a break. Yeah. But I thought about Paul and I was like, uh, he really wanted to go to Rome. Mm-hmm. He really wanted to go to Rome to like do all kinds of stuff. He was like, man, I long to get there. I want to see you. Da, da, da. But the one time he goes there, it's not for what he wanted. It wasn't what he wanted to do. Uh, he actually goes there to like lose his life. 
Mm. And you just think about, man, the thing that's on your list that you really want to do, is it for you now? Is it for you later? Is it for you at all? At all. Yeah, we're going to take a break on that, guys. We'll be back. Peace. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, this is a commercial for Preacher's Hour. Got to pay the bills. Uh, yeah, our, <laughs> our Patreon, guys. So uh, we talked about it a little bit in some episodes, but uh, this is an actual commercial for it. So we have a Patreon. They have a website as well as an app that you can get. Um, and we have two tiers on our Patreon. If you know how Patreon works, if you watch other YouTubers, everyone has it. My brother has one. Heck, people are using it. So we have a donation tier, which is $3 a month don't get any extra perks you're literally just helping us out we just would love it we, we appreciate, appreciate it. it we um, appreciate it and then we have a five dollar a month tier and that one you would get access to um our youtube live that we would do so we're gonna start doing we did an instagram live before we're gonna start doing youtube lives and they'll only be for our five dollar a month patreons um and they'll be able to do like live q a's with us and it'll just be really interactive so if you don't want to miss out on that Hit on our Patreon real quick. The link will be in the description of our episodes. Uh, it's pre- patreon.com slash preachers hour. If you need more information, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, help us out. Yeah, man. All right, back to your regular schedule program. All right, guys, we are back from our break. <laughs> yup. And, uh, oh, man. Had some good discussion over the break. I about, love the break. Man. About submission, man. Like submitting to God. Um, to find our purpose yeah and uh it's something that we struggle with i think we were all talking specifically in america it's it's difficult to fathom like i have to let go of my my idea of Mm -hmm. what my purpose is and what i want to do like really it's like what i want like my idea for my career Yeah, yeah and what i'm gonna get my degree in and and you know just what I'm going to pursue, the idea of giving that up and letting God decide for me sounds like just un-American. It just sounds crazy. Because you're not, because you don't get to dictate it. Yeah. I think that's what messes us all up. You don't get to dictate um, the importance of like, or you don't get to dictate what's important. Like God is in there and he's the one that's like, I, God says, if you give me your life, I will give it back to you. But like in our mind, it's like, if I give you my life, what exactly are you going to give back? Yeah. What am I getting back? I'm not sure. Like, I don't understand how this bargain works. <laughs> like <laughs> normally I'm, I normally I, I pay for what I want, but now you're telling me to submit and wait, submit mm. and like give up my plans. And then you're going to give me some. What if I don't like your plans? That's the biggest thing. What if I don't like what you tell me to do? What if I don't like your plans? Bruh. And it's weird because like I think God does this. And this is, we had talked about this on the break. Is I think, um, or what I can say for myself, is God, we don't know, we don't fully understand God's intentions when we come to him. Hmm. When we first say yes to Jesus... We don't really know what we're signing up for. Mm. We don't really. I don't understand. know if we're. I don't know if it's possible for us to fully grasp it. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Either. I don't. I don't blame the church necessarily. No. Or like whoever, but I, I just don't think a non-believer. When you first like, yeah, I want to. I want to do. You, know, you come to the end of your rope or whatever the case may be. 
and you're ready to like give your life. Somebody can try to explain it to you. Okay, Jesus is not just going to be your savior. He's going to be your Lord. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we really know, like, what that means. Maybe not right away. I think over time, you God teaches you. And, he, and he, this Holy Spirit actually empowers you to be able to, to like, go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because this is, yeah, I think what God does is, he, like when you say, he does... He uh, he teaches you. He gives you the the ability to like know him more and more. But I, when you first come to Jesus, and I don't know, if, I don't know if anybody could teach you. I don't think anybody could literally be like, yeah, this is what you're. This is exactly what you're signing up for, um, because they don't even know. <laughs> like they don't know yeah. what God's called you to. Mm-hmm. They don't know. What oh yeah, God I can't is. tell you what He's going to tell you. Yeah, like yeah, because we'll look at it and we'll see. Okay, we'll see people like Mike Todd and be like, okay, God, that's what I want to sign up for, but. Mike Todd has an autistic son. Is that something mm-hmm. that you want? Um, Mike Todd has like went through the ringer in his marriage. Do you want that? Like you don't know. Like you think you want what you you want what it looks like, but you don't want to go through what it feels like. Mm. So I think many times it's like when you come to Jesus, you're just like, all right, Lord, um, I'm gonna come to you, and like these are the things that I want to do in my life, and they could be noble, but they could also not be what God's called you to. Mm. So we just got to be careful with that. Um, one thing that I that I'm still struggling with right now, as I told you before, the, uh, while we were on the break, was like this: in order to submit to God, the way that we tell people about how Jesus comes into your life to save you, it may paint the wrong picture. Hmm. And like, don't crucify me, guys, for this. Like, yeah. This is literally just my brain kind of working uh, in the moment. But, you know, we say, or number one, the Bible says, like, Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. Mm -hmm. If anyone opens the door, he'll come in and dine with them. And I think that's like the initial relationship. Like, I'll come in. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to, you know, you're going to get to know me. And then the, the, what you had said, Jeff, the goal is that you would love me so much that you would want me to stay forever. Mm -hmm. But an American mindset I don't know if there's a, I don't know if we can actually kind of keep that same mindset because we always have like this escape plan. You know what I'm saying? We, we always have like this, if this doesn't work out in the end, I need a way out. I need a way to get out of here. So when Jesus comes into our home, when Jesus comes into our heart, we have this idea that, okay, you're here as a guest. Mm-hmm. This is my this heart. This is my heart. Mm-hmm. You don't dictate what goes on here. You can stay as long as you like. As long as, start, as long as you don't start changing stuff. As long stuff. as you follow my rules in my house and stuff <laughs> like that. I literally just, as you were talking, this just came to me. When he comes into our heart, the goal is not to keep living in the same heart. He gives us a new one. So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to eat, we're going to talk, and we're going to get to know each other. But I'm going to change. This is not, this dwelling that we're in is not permanent. I'm going to change. We're actually going to go live somewhere else. Oh man! I got a whole new heart for you. Whole new, and that heart is mine. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Oh, that heart is mine, yeah. and you don't get to dictate yeah, what happens bro. in this heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that makes more sense. Yeah, that just came to me while you were talking. Let's like, go, Holy snap. Spirit. Yeah, it's um, all about the submission, man. I think if we, yeah, in order to find purpose, real purpose, uh, we gotta we gotta be able to submit. Um, and we have this video that like talks about submission. Um, that really like blew my mind. Like, this is really good. Yeah. Shout out to Grace. 
my brother's girlfriend. Oh yeah, for showing it up. Uh, for sending this to me. All right, check this out, guys. But that's because we try to take relationship without submission. That is the issue here. We try to have relationship without submission. The diet is up, like that's a great example because Paul talks about beating my flesh into submission. We try to be in relationship with God, but we don't want to be submissive to God. And that's where we get this cheap grace. Where we keep going back, all right, God, I got salvation. Here's my salvation coupon. Can you forgive me again? We come back the next day. All right, God, I got my two-for-one. I, I, I ain't come repent yesterday, but I'm repent yesterday and today. Here's my two-for-one coupon. We don't submit, but that is the problem. You cannot be you cannot be disciplined without first being submissive because that is where relationship takes root when you are both in relationship with somebody who you will willingly submit to. That is where you start to get fruit. That is where it comes in at. And so I think even when I think about like my relationship, like I, it's, I'm, I'm gonna put my business out there. She not on IG, so I'm cool. Like she ain't gonna get on my head. No, nobody snitch on me. So there was this situation no. where um, she was. Go, uh, I would I would come over to her crib every time I would use the restroom. I forget to, to put the toilet seat down. And like I grew up with a little brother. Like you know what I'm saying. We we didn't have to share a bathroom with um, with another woman. So like it's natural. It's natural to me, right? It's not bad, but it's just natural. One day she said. Yo, I ain't gonna lie to you. Next time you leave this toilet seat up, you're gonna be using the restroom at the gas station up the street. <laughs> and, and I laugh about it now, but my first reaction was, well, that's lacking grace. But I am coming into her space, requesting relationship with her. So although my intention with leaving the toilet seat up is not bad, carnal. There is something different that is required of me if I'm going to be in this intimate space with her. And that is it. If you cannot submit to the requirement of the space in relationship with God, you will not have true relationship. You will not have fruit. So it it can't be one or the other. You got to come in and you got to put the damn toilet seat back (laughs) on. Bro, I did not appreciate that video when you first sent it. I was telling Josiah, when you first sent it, I was like, why did you send it to me? And only until the end of the video. Like, I'm watching the whole thing. I'm like, I'm, what, what, what? And then you get to the end, he makes this analogy about being in his girlfriend's house. And I was like, the whole, the whole, the whole rest of it just came back. It was like, mm-hmm. bam. Oh. Relationship oh, without submission. Is impossible. But how many of us are are living in that? Like, bro. I mean, a lot of us. I wasn't taught that. Like, no. I mean, I was barely even taught relationship <laughs> with God. Right? It's just do this, okay? Yeah. But okay, now we're relationship. Okay, cool. Okay, God wants to be relational. That's great. Yeah. But again, the very nature of God—that He's the sovereign ruler of every molecule in this universe—requires universe. submission. Like he said, like if I want to be in an intimate space with God, it requires something different of me. Like he said, it, it may not be bad. Right. Like, oh, this is just who I am. This is my personality, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, guys, how I am. Right. But but you want to be in 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 a space of intimacy with me, it's going to require something. Yeah. 
you have to be different. You have to be a certain way. So true. You got to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I mean, we have so, we have, we come to God, number one, with so much baggage, mm-hmm. which is expected yeah. by God. Like God expects yeah. the baggage, but he's not, he's, he's saying to you, no, come as you are, but I'll be if you come in here and try to stay mm-hmm. this way or mm-hmm. try to talk about how you need this. Or, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You came here. Uh, perfect example. My um, one of my uncles went through a uh, like a drug rehab program. Mm-hmm. And when you first get to the to the program, you have to like do you have to go like a 90 day blackout. Basically, you can't have any no electronics, no nothing. Um, and then you got to go through detox. This dude was like, cool, I'm ready for it. He gets in there and he's like, hey, can I keep my cell phone? No. Well, can I keep my cigarettes? No. Can I, can I, can I, sir, if you want to be in the program, this is what you have to do. If you're not going to do these, there's the door. Mm -hmm. You can go, but we're not going to force you to be in here. We're not going to keep you in here. And if you break the rules, like we're going to give you a few chances if you're sincere, like so mm-hmm. they understand drugs are drugs. Like right. the addiction is real, but like we're trying to help. And if you want the help, come in. If you don't, don't try to come in here trying to change with what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Don't try to come change. Our, go start your own program. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like go do your own thing. You want to, yeah. you want to be able to have drugs and cigarettes in your, in your addiction free zone. <laughs> do you. But don't yeah. come into my space. Don't come into this space. Try to dictate and try to tell me how I'm supposed, how I'm supposed to, to run it. You came into this here. This is a choice. You came to me. Yes. Like yes, we yes, yes, we yes. go before the Lord and we ask for forgiveness. And He says, "Cool, I'll give it to you." But if you want to be in my kingdom, these this is how my citizens mm-hmm. live. And all my citizens have purpose. All my citizens have something to do, but they don't get it without this full submission. Yeah. Without saying, "Look." I'm here for you and you alone. And I think that's something we got to get better at teaching, especially when it comes to purpose. Cause we will, we will bring a person into the church, bring a non-believer into the church and see their, and we'll see their gifts and talents. Like we'll mm. see them. And then the church will automatically try to put them to work when we haven't even you really saw Ask God. We haven't saw God. Like why, what do you I haven't want? even told this person or taught this person how to, first hear from god Mm -hmm. have a relationship with this is how to do it this is a different relationship than any other way to be in your life it is more difficult come on that's something we got to be honest about it is hard to have a relationship with god it's hard to learn how to hear from him yeah right even if you have the desire i really want to hear one god to speak to me i want i want it that's very real dude but it's not easy for everybody no it's possible for everybody it's not easy for everybody but once you learn how to hear from god Mm. now you got to begin the process of submitting okay Mm -hmm. like god like i'm gonna uh, you tell me what to do my life is not mine it is now yours yeah right so from that point on god you're gonna dictate every decision you're gonna tell me what i'm where i'm supposed to serve you know what i'm supposed to do how that looks yeah and uh, here's the thing. I, I, I was waiting to get to this point to bring this up. Right. You might hear all of this. And I told the high school kids this at Flipside. I'm like, you guys, you hear this. Like, I got to give up freedom. I got to give. I got to submit to God. And you're like, there's a part of you that's like, this sounds terrible. Mm. Like, I don't want to do that. 
I want to be my own person. I hate listening to my parents. I don't want to listen to somebody else. Like, I want to do what I want to do. I want to be yeah. grown, quote unquote. <laughs> we forget that the best, most fulfilling, like, life is when God is telling me what to do. And I am doing what I was created to do oh and what I was gosh. called to do. Like, we, we, we really forget. Like, this is the best, best thing. thing. This is the most fulfilled and satisfied and sustained life for you is giving is up your life. life. Lose your life because then you will find, find it, it, says it, Jesus. Like, you'll literally find the most meaning yeah, you ever found. You will be the most you you could possibly be because you're being what you were created to be. be. You're doing what you are created to do. Like, don't lose sight of that. Yeah. You want to be like totally <clears throat> fulfilled? Give up. Yeah. Give up control. We do we forget like this is gonna be great for you. Yeah. It's gonna feel good. I think it goes back to what you said earlier about um creating our own meaning. Yeah. We've created our own meaning and like believed our own we become BS our own for so long that now we're like, you know, if I give this up, you know, I'm gonna be lacking. Number one. You're already lacking. Yeah, you're you, already in the and red. And you feel it. Yeah. Like, you you act like you doing this and that and the other, that this has been, like, fulfilling for you. Mm -hmm. You know it has not been fulfilling. You've gotten to where you are on your own, and that's why you've gotten there. Because you've been on your own. Or you don't realize that God has really helped you. <laughs> and he's given you so much grace. Dude, like, you ain't even looking for it. And he's like, look, live in me. Like... Remain in me and abide, you. man. Yeah, man. You'll bear much fruit. But apart from me, you, you can't can do anything. And everything you try to do will, mm -hmm. will be for naught. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I always think of when it looks when I look at back. I'm like, okay, what's my purpose? I don't want to go through life doing everything, even becoming successful, to end up dying and finding out that I did the wrong thing mm -hmm. my whole life, that I went after the wrong yeah. thing my entire life, like. And then being being shown like, look, this will this is where you were gonna go. If you'd listen to me, this is where mm -hmm. I wanted to take oh, you. Oh man. Like, like I, Moses. Yeah. And God's like, all right, this is since you don't want to listen to me, you can do this. I just want you to know it could have been amazing. But now you're gonna be you're gonna talk to Aaron, and Aaron's gonna talk for mm -hmm. you because you said you can't can't do it, I'm telling you. But imagine if you would have trusted me from jump, like how much better it would have been how much closer yeah, we like man. and you mm -hmm. look at god and moses yeah they, they were tight. i mean they met face to face, face like multiple times like i feel like regular moses would have had an elijah moment picked mm -hmm. up in a chariot like mm -hmm. you wouldn't have to see death man. if you would have just listened from you know it's all speculation but the idea yeah. is like god has the best plan for us because he created us i think one thing that um when we talk about purpose is like when something is created to do a thing it doesn't look for other things to do. <laughs> like if you create, if, 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 you know, if Apple creates a MacBook to be a MacBook, if it tries to be a cell phone, we would all, whoever owned it, whoever was, would be upset. Mm -hmm. Why is my screen portrait? <laughs> what the heck is going on? This is a map. have a phone call. Like, <laughs> this <is> really hard. <laughs> like this is not what you were designed for. It's not what you're created for. But when you live into what you're created for, not only do you help the people around you, but you are fulfilled in what you've been created to do. Mm. You get the glory that's bestowed upon you. That's that like like when I think about glory, like, okay, you know, what what is glory? What is like how does God like get glory through my life? 
It's by doing what he told mm -hmm. me to do. I become a mirror. Oh. And God's glory comes, hits the, me, and it's reflected like out. Like I was, we were we were driving last night to somewhere, get some food or something, and it was a super bright full moon. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Yo, that's us." Oh, I want to be the moon. The, the moon, moon doesn't, doesn't have, have lights light. of its own. All it does is reflect the sun's light. I just want to do that, and to be able to do it well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. I don't want to be. I don't. My uh, my my web or what is it? My internet password. My Wi-Fi password is Cloudy Moon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like for the life of me, I was always like, "It's a really dumb password," but I already memorized it. I'm not changing it. Uh, and I'm thinking right now, like, "Oh, that's funny." Like, I don't want to be a cloudy I'd moon. Rather be a clear. Moon. I want to be. I want to be a moon that reflects light well. I don't want to mm -hmm. be the one that you can barely see. I don't want to be one of the stars that you can only see when the night is super dark. Like, mm. I think about this often. I think Patient had preached this a long time ago. But he was like, there are some stars that you can see while the sun is still up. While the sun is mm. still, like, you wake up in the morning, the sun is still coming up. And you can still see, like, you make man, you've been shining all night. Yeah. But then there's other stars that you will not see until the sun is at its darkest point or at its, like, furthest mm -hmm. point. You will not see them. I honestly don't want that to be me. I don't want to be yeah. living this life and like, you know, fulfilling my own purpose as this cloudy, dark, shine sometimes kind of person. I want to be bright for the Lord, but then I want that light to be able to shine on other people. The light from the moon literally helps people. Mm -hmm. Like if you're walking in the dark and it's a full moon, it you'll be, you would mm -hmm. be surprised at how much light mm -hmm. that thing is reflecting. And you'd be like, man, I can see one my time. I'm like, do they got some lights on? <laughs> Oh, it's just a moon. Dang, that mug bright. is super bright when mm -hmm. it's full and it's close uh, and it spent some time with the sun. Yeah. One thing I do want to point out and be honest about is that for following God's purpose is going to be fulfilling and satisfying, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be comfortable. Oh, yeah. You got to say that. Let's be real about that. You got to say that. It's definitely not guaranteed to be comfortable. But it can be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. I think it's. But it might hurt sometimes yeah. because God is going to challenge you and push you and shape you and mold you and change you in something better. Yeah. That that's gonna hurt at times. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be prepared. Like like you like talk about what Pastor Richie preached that sermon about cutting. Oh yeah. About pruning. Mm -hmm. like even in that verse in John fifteen, when um, we have it on the list, John fifteen, <laughs> where it's like. He's like, even the, the, he goes, the branches that don't bear fruit, I'm going to cut you off. And the branches that do, do bear, bear fruit, fruit, I'm still going to prune you. No matter what, you're getting cut. So you don't feel this. Yeah. It's just like, you still got it. It doesn't free you. And I was talking to John today. Um, oh. We were talking about, you know, trying to help people with suffering. How do you preach that? And it's like, when you read the Psalms and you notice like how many times God is described as a refuge or a shield mm -hmm. or my help or whatever. How come it doesn't just say God and God stopped any kind of danger and pain from ever coming <laughs> my way? Why do you need a shield? Because, because you're under attack. Good. Why do I need a refuge? Because I need to retreat because I'm, I'm oh, under attack. Man. He doesn't stop. When you read Psalm 34, the afflictions of the righteous are many. The righteous have a lot of afflictions? Like, hold on. Hold on. Is that a typo? <laughs> Don't I'm, you mean the wicked? No, I meant the righteous. 
Oh my god! Like, don't think that it's going to be super smooth sailing mm-hmm. and no pain. No, not the case. But the difference is, your pain has a purpose. purpose. Oh, it's not Come just on. meaningless pain. It is trying to cut off parts that are not good. It's yeah. heart surgery, and he's mm-hmm. a gentle surgeon, as that song says. Yeah, he's and trying to uh, make. He's better. trying to make you. Better, not even better. He's trying to make you best. Best, yeah. Go ahead. He's Come trying on. to make you best. Like mm-hmm. anytime, in a, uh, <laughs> we had talked about this, and you said you didn't want to be corny, but we had <laughs> talked about like coaching. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. We talked about coaching, and uh, when a coach is trying to train you, and they see potential in you, they they may not know your like full purpose, but in basketball, mm-hmm. they know how they know what you could become. They know what is in you. And their job is to draw that out. Mm-hmm. And, and it hurts. <sighs> it is not comfortable. It is not fun sometimes. Bro, running suicide, you're like, all right, 30 suicides. 30 mm-hmm. suicides? Man, stay after practice. You need more. We're going to do some more reps, one-on-one stuff, like watching film. That's not easy. Like, man, when you're really trying it's to It's not even desirable. Most, it's not. When you're trying to get the most out of a kid and the best out of them that they don't even see in themselves. Like, you have to be... Sometimes you got to be a jerk. Mm. That's why I stopped really, really coaching because it's just like you have to go to places as a person that the kid's not going to like. You have to... You, it's not mm. a popularity contest. Like, yeah. I told my you're going to hate me at times. Yeah. But if you listen to me and you do what I say... You're going to love me in the end yeah. because you're going to be successful. You're going to win. And that's the only thing I care. I, I don't care about me winning. I want you, you guys win. to win. I want you to experience winning for yourself. That's going to bring me joy. Yeah. And I know that brings God joy when you are to, successful in listening to, to him, him and obeying him. And I even thought about this, man. As much as you want to say, uh, you know, coach this and coach that or God did this. But thank God that he was there doing it Mm -hmm. like every step of the way god is there like if you have a coach and you could probably talk to all the greats anytime that they were doing some practice who was there Mm -hmm. the coach who opened the gym the coach who made you run suicide the coach who helped you win the championship the coach but you just said he was the one that hurt you Mm -hmm. during practice yeah but like i didn't understand i didn't understand the conditioning when we were going through it i didn't get it I was like, uh, he's just trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. He hates us. I don't like him. <laughs> he's always mad, always in a bad mood. Yeah. And then you get to the championship and like, oh, dang, like all that paid off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I learned the thing that I needed to learn so I can be successful in the end. And mm-hmm. I think this is where God is moving us to. Yeah. And, and sometimes, a lot of times, success doesn't mean you won, mm-hmm. but you learned like Amen. I tell my I told my players like back in the day, it's just like I don't do this to get W's, like like just to win championships. Like mm-hmm. obviously that's what I care. I want to win. Yeah. But I care more about you guys as people and that you learn these lessons playing basketball, playing this sport mm-hmm. that like something that you can take beyond the sport. Like that's more meaningful to me. There were games that we lost that I felt great about because wow. of the way we played and the way we carried ourselves versus games that we won. I'm like, that was t- I feel terrible. <laughs> we were track. awful. The way we behaved, mm. the way we handled adversity, the way we treated each other, treated the other team. Like, yeah. like, we didn't do 
what we what we're called to do mm-hmm. like there's a way that we need to do this it's not just doing it yeah we got to do it the right way and that's more satisfying than winning even mm-hmm. sometimes it's like doing it the right doing way going about the right way. way yeah and so um i love that run out of time something i really want to say um and it just hit me super hard again reading this verse again but it's on our list acts 18 3 i'm gonna go actually go one through three and uh, there's a lot of significance in this verse man after this paul left athens and went to corinth and he found a jew named aquila a native of pontus recently come from italy with his wife priscilla because claudius had commanded all the jews to leave rome claudius was the emperor at the time mm-hmm. of rome and he went to see them and because he was of the same trade he stayed with them and worked for they were tent makers by trade now paul was a tent maker that was his profession that's what he did for a living mm-hmm. this is the only verse in the entire bible that <laughs> will tell us that information but that's what he did mm. that was his job you ask most americans hey who are you I am a blank my profession, my career, mm-hmm. what I do for a living. But Paul is not known as a tent maker. It's not what made him known. Wow. It's what he did for the Lord. Mm. And so, like, man, we gotta have that mentality. Like, I've got to not get as an American, I gotta not get caught up in my job or my career. Or this thing that like provides that that puts food on the table, mm-hmm. like that is not what I want to be known. For. I want to be known as a faithful, as a good and faithful servant. Yeah, that knew Jesus. Like Man. Jeff knew him, and Jesus knew Jeff. Like mm. that's what I want people to remember. He was faithful. Yeah, like he was devoted. Because <sighs> like, even as you read that, I'm just like, man. I, I think that. I'm more known for what I do mm. than for who I really am. <clears throat> and I think about my, um, not only like with my photography and videography, but also with like youth pastoring. Because mm-hmm. you could get caught up and be in oh, like being I'm known. A pastor. I'm a mm-hmm. youth pastor. Just because you're youth pastor doesn't mean that you're known by God. You know, that's, that's the position that you hold at a church. But like, will, will students know that in a time of need that can come to you will students understand like will students be able to say like yo if if it wasn't for brandon in my life like i would not know jesus like i think even paul had mentioned um paul had mentioned to uh on not onimus uh philemon philemon he was like oh yeah you, you would oh, not if it wasn't for me bro you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know, know you jesus. wouldn't even know jesus yeah. if it wasn't for me so forgive onesimus yeah so he was like look forgive this man for whatever he's done because you owe me your very mm-hmm. life, basically. I brought you the gospel. How many people will be able to, like, testify that, like, Brandon brought me the gospel? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, because of his obedience to the Lord, like, I came to Jesus. And I feel like we've missed that in our purpose in life, like, as believers. Mm-hmm. We are known for our preaching. We are known for our, you know, eloquence with words. We're known for our events that we create. But like, are we known for 
bringing people to Jesus. Yes, Paul could have had his tent making empire, <laughs> tent makers LLC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying he could have been that Jeez. dude known for yeah what he did his trade like in that time when you start as you start your trade at like ten years old, like Paul has been trained to do this for most of his life. Mm. Like he he was probably a fantastic tent maker. Mm -hmm. Like this is what I do. Is I've been doing this my whole. I've been doing since I was a kid. Like do this with my eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? Like he he it tent making provided for him. He went yeah. from town to town. He stayed in places for years. Mm -hmm. How do you think he was living there? Yeah. Like he was able to buy. He even says in some of the letters, like I was not a burden to you guys. I paid for myself. Mm -hmm. How do you think he made money? Making tents. for years. He's making tents. You go to the marketplace, set up shop, making tents, selling tents, getting mm -hmm. to know people. But like he was known, he we none of us would be saved. None of us would be Christians. Let me tell you, if it wasn't for Paul's faithfulness to the Gentiles, to non-Jews, he brought the he was the apostle of the Gentiles. Like we would not be here if it wasn't for him. Or he could have just said, "No, I'm just gonna do this with my this is my career. So I've been called. This is what I do, I'm man. Go, I'm, I'm gonna chase my passion. Yeah, I'm gonna chase go my, my dreams. dreams. Mm -hmm. But you chasing your dreams could literally be the the demise of someone else mm -hmm. you chasing your passion could put someone in a prison forever i keep thinking like man our our number one purpose is to spread the gospel our number one purpose is to tell people about the love of jesus and if we if we're being like honest we're not doing a good job like i i, I feel like and let me just be honest like let me just say like my circle of friends uh, we don't do a good job of like spreading the gospel. Like, yep. um, patient challenged us yeah. on Friday, and mm -hmm. I was like, "Dang, I had this goal." I think I even mentioned like I had this goal that I wanted to tell 15 people about the love of Jesus, and that they choose Him. Fantastic! But my job is to tell them, give them the opportunity, and like so far, I'm still at two. Mm. You know, I, truthfully, I'm only at one because I started it in December. Um, and it's like, I got to get back to spreading the gospel to tell people about the love of God and being more intentional about it, mm. being able to say, okay, God, today I'm waking up. What would you have me do? God, I really want my boy to be saved. I really want my girl to be saved. I really want my parents to be saved. I really, really want you to do a work in their life. And God, would you soften their hearts so that when I tell them about you, not if, when I tell them about you, that they're open to it, that they're open to the conversation and give me the boldness to speak truth and life into them when I'm telling them about your love. How often do we make those prayers? How often mm -hmm. do we say these things to God? And uh, if we're honest, I don't think it's often at all. But if we get back to it, we will see an increase of those, at least those who are around us in our circles. We will see an increase of those coming to the Lord um, as, as was in the book of Acts. Um, but we just got to tell the truth. We got to tell the story. Yeah, man. Last thing I want to say, mm -hmm. Matthew six thirty three, mm. but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Come on. Just seek if you're first. worried about, but my, I really want to do this my path. Like your first priority, your only priority is the kingdom of God. Everything's gonna take care of itself. He will give you new desires, or He'll keep the ones that you have. Mm -hmm. But your your motives will be different. Yeah. You won't worry about your success as a tent maker. You're worried about your success as a disciple. Man, you know that's saying? so good. Seek first mm -hmm. the kingdom of God.
and everything else will be added. I think that's the like. I think those, that's one of those verses. Like, do you believe God or not? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like is God lying to you? Do you believe that God is lying to you? If He says, "Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and everything else will be added," if you aren't seeking Him and you're a believer and you're still chasing after that career, that job, that dream, mm-hmm. without consulting Him, if you're still doing that, then you honestly don't believe that he'll give you everything else. You don't believe that everything else will be added. And that in that same passage, he's talking about, you know, clothing and food and like mm-hmm. people being worried about what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink. And he talks about how birds don't care. Talks about the lilies don't care. But why do you care if you were in me? Like these things are here today and gone tomorrow, but you, you have a soul. You have a soul that I created. Mm. I love I love your soul. I love you. And I want the best for you. And the best thing for you is me. <laughs> so if you would come Man. to me, like that song, everything else would be That added. song, Gyra. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't okay, listened to it. Okay, we might listen to it on, on, after this is over. <laughs> but it just... The thing, when we talk about God as a provider... Greatest thing that he provides is himself. Oh. All right, Crucial. guys, thank you for listening. Yeah, um, thank you for subscribing oh. and liking and supporting. Man, we appreciate y'all. Hey, if you watched this whole video all the mm-hmm. way to the end, uh, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Leave a comment. Um, mm-hmm. You already here. If you stayed for this whole video, you're not yeah, subscribed. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of strange. Like guess, you might man. as well go ahead and hit might as well subscribe. Yeah. Stay the whole time. But uh, yeah, man, we will see you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm. This will be out, you know, when it comes out on Sunday. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Take care. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>